The interviews and discussions on this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. Hello, I'm your host, Peter Strachan. Welcome to this Stockhead Rock Yarn. Today, Stockhead is delighted to welcome into the studio the Managing Director of Copper and Gold Exploration Company, Lafroy Exploration. Wade Johnson is a geologist with plenty of experience working in WA's Yilgarn Craton. Lafroy has discovered what is shaping up to be a massive gold copper molly deposit associated with its burns intrusion on the southern shores of Lake Randall, just 75 kilometres south of Kalgoorlie. The company is now focused on its discovery hole, which went 38 metres, grading 7.6 grams a tonne of gold and 0.56% copper. Welcome, Wade. How long have you been with Lafroy and what attracted you to the opportunity? Oh, thanks very much, Peter, and uh, hello to all your listeners. I guess uh, I've been working in the Kalgoorlie area for, for a period of time, and uh, I guess back in 2013 to about 2015, recognised that was a, a distressed time of the industry. There was a lot of ground available around the Kalgoorlie area, so myself and my colleagues were acquiring that ground uh, to the southeast of Kalgoorlie. It was a, we considered a very prospective area. And as ground was becoming available, we were picking it up 100% um, and built a, a large land holding. But at the same time, there was another company called US Masters Holdings Limited acquiring ground just where we were. So um, I knew one of the, the, the directors at US Masters, which was a listed company. We got together in January 2016 and we basically amalgamated the ground, ground holdings built a large portfolio of land and we called it the Lafroy Gold Project. We transformed US Masters Holdings Limited into Lafroy Exploration. And that was in September 2016. I became managing director. We raised $4 million and away we went uh, on the search for large gold and more recently gold copper uh, deposits on that uh, portfolio of ground. So Wade, you're a founder and, and it's all seemed to be going to plan there. Uh, congratulations on that. Can you tell the listener what's been found at your Burns Copper Gold project so far and, and what you're doing to follow up on that amazing uh, discovery hole? Okay, so Burns wasn't in our original portfolio back in 2016. We, um, we, were, we were extremely lucky. We won the Burns tenement in a ballot back in 2019. We got it granted. Um, so this is a ballot situation in the mines department. We won that tenement. We got it granted it back in two, late 2020. We were on the ground in 2021 in January, and we made that discovery announcement of that whole LFR 260 back in uh, February 2021. It was a very special hole. It was very intriguing, very interesting, different rock types, and particularly getting all the copper in the system. And since then, we've been doing a lot of diamond drilling, follow-up work, geophysics, multi-suite geochemistry, to build an understanding of what we've um, found and trying to work out what is this system. I believe, and the team at Lafroy believe it's a unique system in the Eastern Goldfields. I haven't seen anything like it before. Uh, and we've been doing a lot of research and literature research trying to understand what the system is and what the system could be. So we are, based on all that work we did back in the last 12 months, We've um, sort of leaning towards a, um, a model that this could be an Archean porphyry system uh, and developed a good, strong geological model. 
Uh, and that using that model, we've designed this 1.2 kilometre hole to, to go right down underneath what we've already drilled and to look at the system about a kilometre from surface. Yeah, so you've done a lot of geophysics and you've found this sort of circular feature, which is burns, but to the north of there, there's also three sort of sub-parallel magnetic sort of zones that are really sort of parallel to the Mount Munger Fault. Are they associated, do you think, with this burns intrusion or is it a sort of an artefact of the burns intrusion? Yeah, that's, uh, that's correct, Peter. They, these um, uh, magnetic linear features to the north of Burns, um, immediately north of Burns, and uh, we discovered one prospect, a deposit we call Lucky Strike back in 2018. And, and we originally were, were thinking this is just a, a banded iron formation, just which you get in the eastern coalfields, um, and we called it a banded iron formation. Or, and since then we've did some drilling uh, this year on another parallel magnetic feature, and we uh, found a new prospect called Havelock. And I guess what we're seeing now at Havelock is all this magnetite, which gives these magnetic features. So Burns has got a, a fabulous and a strong annular magnetic feature, but to the north we've got these linear magnetic features, which we call Lucky Strike, Havelock, and Erinmore. Uh, and the rocks we're seeing at Havelock, we see a lot of magnetite, which we see at Burns, and we see these diuretic intrusive rocks uh, that are very similar to what we've seen at Burns. So we think now that these magnetic linear features are actually not BIF, they're actually part of a, a larger alteration system surrounding the uh, the annular magnetic feature we call the Burns intrusion. And those are largely gold-dominated mineralizations to the north. That's correct. So it's a Burns, the, 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 what we found at Burns is, is this gold, copper, molybdenum, silver system uh, and then outboard of that, this is to Havelock and Lucky Strike, which is about six to seven kilometres to the north, we're predominantly finding, well, we are finding gold mineralisation. So we think um, based on this alteration, this magnetite alteration, all the geochemistry that we're doing, that we may have a, a zoned alteration system um, outboard of the, uh, the burn system we've found. Yeah, and it's usual that these types of porphyry systems, there'd be two, three or even four generations of, of events, so in each one with a different sort of chemistry mix. That's correct, because uh, yeah, um, and a good point you make, because it burns with the work we've been doing over the last 12, mu- uh, yeah, 12 months um, trying to understand the system. As it burns, we, we, we don't just see one porphyry, we see four types of diorite porphyries that we can distinguish texturally and by the geochemistry. So it's a, it's a, it's a multi-phase system and we get mineralisation in each of those diorites. So it, it's um, uh, a system that we believe you know, it's long-lived, uh, it's multi-stage, um, and I think there's the opportunity for multi-stages of uh, mineralisation and alteration around that system. Okay. So, Wade, you touched on this quite exciting development for the company. You've got a a co-funded exploration diamond hole going to go down across the Burns gold copper system down to a vertical depth of about a kilometre. So what information is the company aiming to produce from this work? Obviously, it'd be nice if you had a you know a couple hundred metres at, at good grade. Well, the key thing for the hole is to, to um, if this system is zoned, we've been doing a lot of work over the last really six months with, with just air core drilling 
which is just basically getting through the regolith, the oxidised rock, and getting just touching to the fresh rock. When we hit the fresh rock, we get a, a sample that we can do all the geochemistry, multi-element geochemistry on. So this is outboard of the Burns system, you know, the Burns copper gold system we've found. So to understand that geochemistry, so we, we've been looking laterally, laterally outside of the Burns. This hole is to go down to a kilometre. So we're looking vertically at the system and we think, well, if we've, we believe in there's a zoned system we can see laterally. Let, let's see what we can see on the vertical scale. So this is a big deep hole. It's 1.2 kilometres. Um, so it's really testing the system to at least a kilometre uh, vertically from surface. Uh, we're going well underneath the, the existing drilling we've done on what we call the baseline section. Uh, and what we're hoping to achieve is obviously we want to see a, a large porphyry or, or, or um, multi-stage porphyry system down there, but to see alteration in the basalt and also into the porphyry and also to see a change uh, in the mineralogy and the geochemistry from what we've seen near surface to what we see uh, at the vertical extent. So are we going to see more, um, for an example, are we going to see more bornite? Uh, we're going to see less gypsum, uh, which has um, sulfides in it, to does that change to another mineralogy. So we want to see the change in the, in the system on a vertical scale. And then that's all working towards our building a model. What is this system, this unusual system we've found in the eastern goldfields? Um, Indeed. So then the Bornite's the real winner because that's the high-grade copper mineralisation that you know everyone want, would like to have better than the calcopyrite, which is lower grade. That's right. We've seen, you know, for the, the drilling we've done in the baseline section um, last year, we've seen bornite in the core. Uh, you know, it's traces of the bornite, so it's there. But um, I guess the minerals we see, these are more near surface, the first 400 metres, 300 metres. So we're saying, well, if this is a large zoned mineralisation system, what are we going to see at depth? Are we going to see more bornite, less chalcopyrite? Um, less of the gypsum, um, so is the mineralogy and the system going to change and get bigger at depth? So this is what this big hole is going to achieve, and we're going going right across the system, so going from right out the west, what we call the western basalt, which we know we can get copper mineralisation into, go through the porphyry system, the interpretive porphyry system, come out the other side um, on this uh, other basalt, which we seem to have a deformation zone or a deformed zone out there in the basalt, and this area of the porphyry and the, the basalt at the bottom of the hole is well underneath um, Lake Randall. So it's um, it's an area where, you know, it's just the salt lakes and spit effects um, and there's no outcrop. So we're sort of basically drilling all this hole and planting the hole based on the drilling we've done to date and all the geochemistry and geological model, modelling we've been doing. Well, it's and it's it, I think significantly um, you've been able to get uh, co-funding for this, which you know shows that people think it's a technically a very useful thing to do. When will the work be finished, and when do you expect to see first assays and analysis of these cores as they come through? Okay, so it's uh, yeah the one point two kilometre hole. Um, we think we'll, we're anticipating the and expecting the diamond drilling on the hole to finish in mid August. Um, we're only doing single shifts, so yeah, it's a, it's a very important hole for us, and we want to. Um, uh, manage it um, properly. So we'll just do the single shift. Uh, we'll finish in mid-August. Um, but what we aim to do is to batch progressively um, as we've logged the hole and processed the hole, um, batch samples to the laboratory, 
And I think um, all going well, as we all, all know, there's um, delays at the lab, but I think we can expect um, first assay results in September and then progressively we'll get the batches and finish, you know, have the ultimate final um, batch of results in October. Yeah, that'll be fine. And so in the meantime, you're not going to be sitting around just waiting for this. You're going to be doing a little bit of drilling out on Lake Randall. You're getting, you know, lake uh, equipment to get out there onto the lake to drill some shallower uh, holes. Correct. We've um, scheduled an RC rig. This is a specialised lake RC drill rig to come in in um, early August, late July, early August. And our aim is there. It's, it's sort of, I guess, as a dual program we're doing we're doing the big deep drilling to understand the system on the vertical scale and and to show it's got scale you know up to a kilometer depth but at the same time to complement that we are getting an rc rig in to drill on on lake randall and also onto the land to demonstrate um and deliver uh, a maiden uh, gold copper resource by the end of the year um so that that program will be underway we hope in in august um, and aim to deliver a resource by by um, the end of the year, but that's um, that that will give us a you know it's a maiden resource um, and the RC drilling we know we can only go to a certain depth, but that will give us you know up to two hundred meters from surface um, our a maiden resource on the system. And that's because the burn system actually extends out into that lake area. It's a, it's different from the Havelock and Lucky Strike uh, zones to the north. Correct. So the immediate burns area on the edge of um, Lake Randall, so part of the burn system is on on the land, we call onshore, um, and obviously part of it goes and extends and it's open to the north onto Lake Randall. Um, so this, this RC drilling will be drilling on uh, the lake um, and then extending south onto the land and then we'll do the land-based drilling with RC as well. So we're going to test about a 500 metre to 800 metre strike length um, of, of the system we've defined from the, the existing drilling and the air core drilling we've done on the lake. Um, and that'll be a grid based system. Um, and we hope to have all that finished um, uh, mid this mid later this year um, and then to deliver the resource. Have you defined this gold resources at Havelock and Lucky Strike and elsewhere along those areas? And what sort of grades are you getting? We haven't. Uh, we've delivered a resource back in 2020 for Lucky Strike, and that was a that was a virgin gold discovery we made along that trend. Um, and that's an 80,000 ounce resource, gold resource, uh, and that is that is open at depth. Um, so there's further work required at Lucky Strike, uh, and more recently we've got to do follow up work at Havelock to see and demonstrate there's a, another system there. Um, but at the moment, the full focus is on burns um, and to achieve you know, this deep diamond hole and also the RC drilling. So, Wade, I note that the value investor, David Kroll's Noontide Investment, has bought 13.2% of your company. Um, who are the major shareholders and what support are they providing to you? So that's that's correct. Um, the major shareholder is Goldfields and Goldfields um, uh, are our major shareholder but they're also our joint venture partner on the Western Lafroy um, part of the great Lafroy project. We Lafroy spends its money um, at Eastern Lafroy where Burns sits. And at Western Lafroy, there's that's a $25 million farm in a joint venture with Goldfields, our major shareholder. So they're in the stage two of that uh, joint venture, and that requires Goldfields to spend $15 million by June 2024 uh, on that package of ground. 
Um, and the other major shareholder, as you say, is Noontide. Uh, and I guess um, uh, below that is, um, I, I would call it the board. The board combined is about 20% of the holding of the company. So those three entities with Goldfields, Noontide and the board uh, is nearly 45% holding within, within Lafroy. It's pretty tightly held then, Wade, overall. And so just moving on, what other prospects does the company have and what's happening with the asset uh, divestment uh, activity uh, to take away your, to float off your nickel business so you can concentrate on burns? Correct, yeah. So we've got um, three three key projects within the, within the Lafroy Group, and that is the Lafroy Gold Project, where we're you know, doing the work on on Burns, and, and Goldfields are doing on the work of Western Lafroy. Outside of that, we've got the a portfolio of tenements down at Lake Johnston, where we have the the nickel rights, and this is immediately north of and adjoin, adjoining the Emily Ann Maggie Hayes nickel deposit. And then more recently, this is in September last year, we've um, pegged um, three thousand square kilometres of land on a project we call Glen Isle about 220 kilometres to the northeast of Waluna. Um, so within the Lafroy ground, these assets, we have ground that we consider very prospective for nickel mineralisation. So we are progressing towards and the intention of the company to, to uh, divest these and into spin them out into a, to a nickel entity. Um, and those assets would include, that company would include Glen Isle, Lake Johnston, and some uh, nickel rights we've got uh, in some tenements uh, to the south of the Carnelian nickel mine in the Lafroy Gold Project. Okay. So, Wade, I think the company's got around four and a half to five million in the bank. Uh, what's your budget for the current financial year and, and where will the funds uh, be applied? Okay. So, so yeah, that's correct. Um, we regularly spend, Peter, about a million dollars a quarter. We've got a small, tight team. Um, and majority of that money, 70%, we always aim to get into the ground, into drilling. Um, over the next um, at least six months, the major focus is going to be burns with RC and diamond drilling and, and also some drilling at um, Havelock. So for the, for the rest of the year, that's going to um, involve an expenditure at least $2 million worth of money. Um, and then post that is really guided by um, delivery of the resource at burns and the um, the outcome of this deep diamond hole, and that will um, guide us to the next phase of exploration, whether that's more exploration at Burns, follow-up work at Havelock, um, and also we've got other pro- uh, prospects within the portfolio at uh, Lafroy to spend money on. Mm. So it's a pretty busy time for you and uh, your team, and uh, we're going to be watching very closely for the uh, results as they come out of the ground through August and September uh, at the Burns project and uh, and the the additional gold drilling you're going to be doing up on the lake. So I think September is going to be a really busy time and uh, at the end of it you'll be able to scratch your head and say, well, what do we do from here and how big is this thing going to be? That's correct. It's, it's an exciting time for the for Lafroy and for the team, um, and particularly where we've we've done a lot of uh, geochemical work, geological modelling, looking at the system, looking at analogies around the world, and I, I guess we've been doing a lot of literature research um, to try and find out what what burns could be, or what is it, or what what could it be analogous to. Um, so this real the, the deep holes um, helping us to prove um, is this an Archean porphyry system and. 
that could be a first of in the eastern gold fields of Western Australia. And as you know, the porphyry systems can be uh, can be large um, mineral systems. So um, yeah, it's an exciting time for Lafroy. Yeah, multi-billion ton type target. So Wade, thanks for coming in to uh, Stockhead's Rock Yarn today and uh, telling us all about Lafroy's activities over the next uh, year or so. Okay, thanks very much, Peter.